out those are. Hey, hey. I'm finishing my dinner. We're hurrying. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't eat. So do we get to call you Bitter Bob tonight, Bob? Oh, God. Bob is bitter now? Don't be bitter. <laughs> All right. We're good. All right. We're going live. But I want to reg- oh, Wait. Oh, yeah. It. No, we're not live. Good. <laughs> Don't say that, Bob. Oh, I was just going to say it's like, um, what are we talking about exactly before? Miley Cyrus. We're welcoming yeah. the live ch- Welcoming our live audience. Now, Bob. Yeah. Is going to do a special segment tonight, 45 minutes minimum, on Miley Cyrus's boyfriend breaking up with her because Bob is all about the Miley. Because I told you. Is it the Miley? Is that even a thing? I don't even know what I'm talking about here. I don't know. I don't even know who she is. Hannah, Idaho, or something like that. What? Montana. Montana, is that what her name is? I have no idea who the hell this person is. No, I, I, I have this old friend from middle school who I reconnected with on Facebook years ago, and I'll always say, like, mutual friend of ours had a sister who was like 11 years younger than her so like the, when we knew them the, the little girl was five years old and she just graduated college so we send like hashtag old back and forth with each other every time something happens and we feel really <laughs> old it's like literally people who are interested in Hannah, in Hannah Montana and all this stuff I feel like using whippersnapper around them it's like I feel very very anciently old I'm just sad because she was totally engaged to Thor's brother idiot okay was she engaged to PETA who was that? Who was she engaged to? It was someone from Hunger Games, right? Yeah, but that's not Thor's brother. Who's Thor's brother? Not Loki. Like, his real brother. I don't know like, what we're talking about. Is it someone like from... Liam Hemsworth. Who is that? Yeah. Who is this person? Who, who, was, who played Gale. Gale! Gale. I remember Gale. Yeah, Hunger Games. Well, there's two guys... But he doesn't that, have brown hair and grill Oh, well. All right. So, Gale broke up with Hannah Montana. Am I, right. am, am I correct? All right. Yes. Well, I just had to be sure. Wait a minute. I thought, I thought we were talking about Miley Cyrus. I got lost somewhere uh, on the way not- checking on the live chat. So it was Hannah Montana, not not <laughs> Miley. Okay, this is... Whatever her name is. Aren't they one and the same? Let's start over. <laughs> but, and welcome back to Point of View Show yet not really show who gives a shit about Montana. <laughs> Bob is rather bitter this evening in case one cannot tell. we decided to have a staff meeting at 7 o'clock in the morning when I'm trying to sleep. In I know. Day. What was with that, Ryan? Okay. Well, here's the thing, Jennifer. There's different time zones because the I'm earth is right. round. I don't know if Texas believes that the earth is round, but the earth is round and I'm more over to the right. Whatever. Bob off to the left. It was still freaking early. Well, then I felt bad too because Bob added in some of the um, the beta team from the Aurors, and I I mistook which Facebook chat was which, and I woke up the entire Puffler community at like seven o'clock this morning. Because I was, I, I, which I was kind of probably more bitter than I needed to be on that one. What time was it on you, Bob? For me, it was just it was just seven, which for Sue's probably fine because she has that whole farming thing where you have to be up early anyway. No way, she gets up at ten, doesn't she, Sue? It's because of the coffee. Sue usually gets up at seven twenty oh. to let the chickens out, but Sue has a new job and has to be at work at seven forty-five. So, so Sue has been getting anyway. up early. Yes, I was. Do the cockerels crow? He crows all freaking night long. <laughs> That's right. This one's in hell. Oh, great. We're vacationing with you next year. This will be at 4 o'clock, everybody. <laughs> hey. My butt. That's okay. And according mm. to the uh, Skype chat, I have to take you fishing now because nobody believes you can do it. Neither neither can they I. I've Danielle done it. Danielle can do it. Because I have. Jen's just gets to fish in the little 
fishing pond with the magnetic fish, <laughs> and I apparently are go- going deep sea diving and catching sharks, but nobody believes Ryan can fish. Well, so. I do bassing tournaments. Well, so. I, I can sit. Wow. I can. No, wasn't there an episode? Sue will know this. She listens to them all. Wasn't there an episode of Perfect Weekly where in the middle, Jen's like, "I'm a professional bass fisher." Or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not a professional. I've only won a couple of tournaments enough to win like, nationwide <laughs> tournaments, probably. <laughs> I only make a couple, you know, six figures. <laughs> oh, I'm, no, I'm the Tiger Woods of bass. Like it's <laughs> don't you know me? Whereas <laughs> you've heard of me, I'm Jan. I'm Jan. I'm Jan. That was really funny. I have to sh- yeah. share a really quick story. Sure. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> it's Tuesday. Um, friends were here for ten days. Mm-hmm. And one uh, wore a shirt a couple of days, and it said Yellowstone across the front of it. And I nice. finally said to her, and I said, I have to let you listen to something. And I made her listen to Yellowstone. And Jen, she thinks you're utterly insane. I'm not leave, insane. What? Leave the lens. Stay away from the bears. Oh, for that. Well, I yeah. still have friends of mine. I still have friends asking if Jen is real, like to this day. Like, they've been in the room with you, Jen. Next time I visit, you'll have to introduce me. No, I have. They've actually been in the room, but they thought I got someone to play you. Like, you were at my wedding. These people, (laughs) you've been in the same room as these people. So, Uh yeah, it was was a little concerning there. Um, One interesting thing we did this week is we have a Pufwa Nostalgia Day every year. I email everyone in Pufwa who's ever registered at the forum, and I invite them back for one day to give us their, you know, still alive statement. Which concerns me is about, like, 25% of the emails come back as undeliverable. So those 25% we're pretty sure are dead. But the other, yay, 75% still alive after five years or like cancer. But, you know, after everything's good there. So we started to listen to some old podcasts and someone requested episode uh, 25 of Perfect Weekly. I'm like, I don't remember 25. That was six years ago. So we threw it on. And in the beginning, we're like, this is serious. Jen nearly died last week. And we're going through it, and Jen's on, and she's got, like, a little cane in the walker. Never talk about this again. No, Jen, it wasn't that time. It was another time. But here's the thing. You have almost died on this podcast so many times, I can't even remember which time. I don't even remember what the second time was. Which was Did you have a hole in your colon something? Oh, yeah. Remember? Remember when I was hospitalized for, like, two weeks? Yes, that was it. I don't remember that. Was that during the podcast? I guess I missed a lot of podcasts then. No, you missed one. You were in 23, you were in 23, 25, 25. But it was like, I'm listening to this. I'm like, wow, she almost dies a lot because it's like six years later. (laughs) So basically, Kenny is to South Park as Jen Mm -hmm. is to Black Beauty. No, because people don't walk around going, who killed Jen? We can. We we could could start. We could start a new trend. The fun thing you want to do in the early episodes is like, go listen to the first few minutes of the podcast and go through, especially on like the Perfect Weekly website, if you go episode by episode, because you'll cut like, it's like episode 18, episode 19, a special message about Jen. Episode 20, episode 21. Another that was a special bad episode. One. Like, that was scary. I almost had a poop bag. <laughs> that would have been awful. Can you imagine? I feel for everyone who has one. Can we do a poop for AU? The last six years of Jen had a poop bag. <laughs> I don't have a poop bag. Like, just an FYI. It's so easy to name the episodes. I ended up recovering. <laughs> Yay! Yay. No poop bag. No poop bag. Uh, the, the name of this episode apparently is Jen Hasn't Actually Died. 
that's uplifting. Oh my goodness. This is what we do every week. We come back on Tuesdays just to talk about Jen and her, the fact just that she's so poor April. What happened to April? She's having a hard time getting to Okay, again. are we sure it's not just uh, love her dearly, I'm but she can't hear me? You can the same sentence with that week. rather than, oh, poor April, she has a poop bag. <laughs> <laughs> April also doesn't have a poop bag. Well, April has a poop bag, and that was horribly insensitive. And April will hear her poop bag status when she hears this episode when it comes out in six weeks. Are we sure the problem isn't just April? Because every week, April's the only one who can I know. It's, it's her computer. For some reason, it doesn't like... The laptop won't, ta- won't do it at all and sometimes the uh, regular computer will and sometimes it won't. Well, I'm not buying her a laptop. You live within the continental United States of America. Yes, I believe she does. Because if she was like from Australia, that could, you know, explain some things. Now, because Steve Jobs, before he died, came out with this system that linked all of your wireless devices, your Apple devices, and your computers and everything, which is very convenient. And I use it to remind me when to pay my bills. And I still need you to help me link my calendar. I will. I will. Do, we'll do it live on air tonight because we have nothing planned. But the thing is, no. Every uh-huh. device in the house just beeped because I have to pay my Discover bill. It's a little annoying because like <laughs> it's like every room. It's like the president's calling me. So I may have to. You should pay your bill. Maybe, it wouldn't be a problem for you. Well, you could silence his mm-hmm. devices. I could silence. Well, if I have to silence my devices, is that Daniela? Yeah. Is she actually here? I'm here. Oh, wow. <laughs> Da- Maybe we should use this moment to introduce the show. Danielle and I had a spat about the recycling before we started, so Danielle and I, I are, Danielle and I aren't speaking, which is awkward because we're on this podcast. Like, Why? What happened? We got into a huge fight about the recycling, and then like I'm like, okay, come on, okay. let's podcast in group hear- format. All right, I need to hear Danielle's side first. I got a great idea. How about we we present both sides? Oh, yeah, and we have Poofle Court, and Poofle decides who's right. All right Hold on. on, I have theme music. <laughs> da, da, da. Bob, can you introduce this episode, please? All right, let's go ahead and start the show. I thought we did this. <laughs> no, we did. Oh, sorry. We're going to cut that it was out. A fake we one. can't cut it out. This is all live. <laughs> okay. People in the chat room, forget that happened. Never happened. Come in, Bob. Come in. <laughs> he muted himself. <laughs> I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. Follow the name of the podcast, pointofviewweekly.com. <laughs> we don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? <laughs> Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Hulk. <laughs> me angry. <laughs> shoot, my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not. I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good. It means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm no, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last Giving week. with a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything. So, uh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. <laughs> 
I'll be right back. I gotta find some pants. I am severely allergic to latex. More don't ask how I know that, Puffle. I don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear anything should, either. That should seriously be the Puffle motto. I don't hear anything. Hey, <laughs> Are you talking, Ryan? Bob! Bob! Got it, Bob! <laughs> this is awesome. I, I, it's so funny. Ryan comes in, like, at random points, and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling, <laughs> Bob! And I realize that I have child-locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Well, Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. He's he just turning the cameras on! Turn it off! Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes, ow! Ow! I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Sexy. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his bones. But he is lovely. (laughs) And... Every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up doing porn. You believe that Texas should secede from the United States? But no, I don't. So. I think we'd just be Mexico again. <laughs> oh, Why are you drawing a penis? Don't say what it is. I'm sending it to Sue. Okay. Where is Sue? a penis? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. <laughs> not only do we have to be here on time, <laughs> we have to wear clothes. <laughs> You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop That's drinking I tried. tea. I've never seen a cat do that. He is going to destroy the house. I'm going to have to move him with Bob because it's great lighting. I still have most of my evening to go. I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products? <laughs> oh, wow. And she's showing me the proper way to use a vibrator. And she had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. (laughs) (laughs) Well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this all time. Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. (laughs) Till podcast release. Hey everyone, and welcome to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not really morning show of the Point of View. I'm sorry, of the Potterwick. Potterwick. Potterwick Weekly Family of Podcasts. I'm your host, who understands time zones, Bob. <laughs> I'm Ryan, who likes to chat in the early morning. I'm Jen, who's had more than three cups of coffee today. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sue, and uh, I'm getting up early, so I should have had my coffee this morning. I'm, I'm loving the gallery over here. Someone's like, at least they're not sharing a headset still. Cause we're <laughs> yeah, and I'm Danielle, whose husband doesn't shut up long enough, so I can introduce myself. Oh, oh this is going to be a good one. Uh, <laughs> snap. Would you like some aloe for that, Ryan? I'm good, Bob. Thank you. So what we have tonight... I want yeah. Danielle to explain... The um, recycling. Well, let's set it up first. We have a new okay, kitchen. Yeah. One, one thing real fast. Yeah. I have a friend who's listening to the show, and they're like, wait, the show hadn't started yet? And it's like, well, no, it has. It's just we don't do our introduction until, you know. The half hour mark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically. All right. So the update is our kitchen is nearly complete. We have our granite countertops in. We've got the cabinets in. Now, what happened was. Wait, 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 wait. What? I have a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Where is the Granite Man buried? Well, the Granite Man it's actually still living right now. We, we, when are we getting pictures? By the way, we're, when we're, it's done, we're waiting for the backsplash. Now, what That's happened great. is the Granite guy when he showed up, he measured. What they do is they measure, they template for the granite, and they put like the little pieces of plastic around where the granite's gonna be, and they measure it out and everything. It brought the granite. I think he screwed it up because the granite he brought was too big. So he drilled holes in our walls. He drilled holes and he like pushed the granite into the holes to make it fit. And in doing that, basically anything in our top drawers along that wall got covered in dust. Oh yeah. And then we didn't have water so yet. Like the, the um the drawers in the cabinets beneath where he cut were full of like pieces of drywall and all the dust mm-hmm. that come. So it was all over everything that I had put away. I and we had stuff in there. And we have a second kitchen in the house. So for the week before we had water hooked up, we had to like if you had a plate that you dirtied, you had to walk to the other side of the house, wash it, walk it back up. So we're constantly shuffling all of our stuff back and forth, and everything needs to be clean now. So I said, why don't we just leave it for a few days? We'll wait till the water gets hooked up, and once the water and the dishwasher work, then we'll just clean everything. So tonight, now what actually happened too is we had thrown stuff into the cabinets without having everything in place yet. So Danielle, you could tell I'm trying to help her. She wants to reorganize the kitchen at the same time that she's, you know, everything is now clean, but she, I'm getting in the way. So I said, all right, I'm going to go in the other room. I'm going to do something on the computer for a little bit. Call me if you need me. So I discover that Amazon uh, video, Amazon.com has come out with uh, AirPlay. So you can watch your Amazon stuff on your Apple TV. So I decide to watch an episode of The Closer. And I have just enough time to watch it before the podcast. No, he doesn't. Yes, I do. And it's a really good one. There's a, there's a bomb and sarin gas. It's awesome. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going perfectly. Danielle's like, can you just bring out the recycling before the podcast? I'm like, no problem. I'll take out the recycling before the podcast. Or no, you said, can you bring it out now? And I said, I'll do it before the podcast. No, it's like, can you bring it out before the podcast? Did I say, can I help? And you said... Yes, okay. you said, can I help? And I said, yes, it would be helpful if you took out the recycling. Because it's overflowing and yes. I don't want the cat to like jump inside the barrel. All right, so she said that. So then I'm about to finish the podcast. My mother is walking around. I'm like, you need to clear out. We're going to podcast soon. You got to go to your, to your apartment and everything. And my mother cannot open doors. She is incapable of opening doors. She'll come to the front door <laughs> and she'll try and unlock it. And she'll be out there for 45 minutes. And then the door will half unlock, then lock again. Then she'll push on the now locked door. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. So my mother goes outside and she's at the door. And it's at the part of the episode where they're about to like fight over the sarin gas. And it's like 819. So I'm like, what the hell? So I run over. Apparently the doorknob fell off in her hand. And she's been standing there waiting for me to come <laughs> save her. So we have to fix the doorknob. Then I get back in. Then I miss the thing about the sarin gas. So I backed the thing up and then I rewatched it again and it, the episode ends and it was a very dramatic ending and it's like 826. So I grab my laptop and I run upstairs and I grab the microphone and I'm finding the headsets and I'm bringing everything down and the uh, recycling is still by the door. Now, tomorrow is recycling day. We can bring the recycling out in the morning. It's not a big deal. Danielle apparently does not believe that because turning it over to Mrs. Huggles. All right. So, Ryan's having a leisurely evening on the couch watching an episode of his favorite show. I'm washing literally everything in our drawers and cabinets, drying them, putting them back, reorganizing. Now, granted, I didn't ask for help because he's right. He probably would have been in the way. But, like, he offered to help me. I'm like, well, the one thing that would be really helpful is to just get the recycling out of the way because it's piled up in the corner and I don't want to be sitting next to it while we podcast because I hate clutter. Like, I'm weird. I'm weird with that. I don't Mm -hmm. like clutter. 
And I also don't like leaving all of the stuff till tomorrow morning because inevitably Ryan will wake up late and then he'll be running around and be like, I don't have the time to take all the trash because it's, it's, I got to go to work and then I have to do it. So I'm like, let's just do it tonight. We'll get it out of the way. So like I go upstairs to put like my comfortable PJ pants on because unlike some people, I wear pants during the podcast. And um, <laughs> so like I go upstairs, I, I you know, I put my my PJ pants on. I look at the clock. I'm like, it's like 8.25. He's still watching TV. And I'm like, um, you realize it's like 8.25. We need to start the podcast and like, you know, take the trash out still. Yeah, yeah, it's fine, fine. I got time. I got, I got time. Well, I'm now behind schedule because my mother broke the door. Yeah, you bl- blame it on her. <laughs> so the episode, it's the one where they're picking the new chief of police. Doesn't it's dramatic. Matter. Brian, Doesn't Brian, matter. Brian, you could have, you could have paused it. Speaking. You could have paused. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Oh, he's such a sucker. You could have paused your show. You could have watched the last 10 minutes after the podcast, but instead, we're starting the podcast late, which is holding everybody no, else no, no, up. No, 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 I have to take this back. There was three minutes left. It was the very ending. Now, what happens is I come in the kitchen. It's like 8.28. We're on time. I'm plugging everything this in. This is not on time. You should be prepping at like 8.15 to be ready at 8.30. I mean, come on. Well, this is what happened. We're going to be fine. Can you tell that I was always early to class and Ryan would shuffle in like two minutes after class And she's still bitter started. about it years like- later. Now, I sit down and Danielle looks at me and says, you know... I asked you to do one thing. You couldn't even do that. I didn't say you couldn't even do that. I believe you did. That's how I remember it. So I said, fine. (laughs) I'll bring out the recycling. Then I have to find my shoes. Then I bring the recycling out. Now, everything down there, by the way. Now, I figured the purpose of bringing the recycling out was so you can, Bob will know about this, you sort the the paper and the plastic. Mm -hmm. And we have two bins. Nothing down there had been sorted. So I had Actually, I had sorted it, but other people live here and mess it up. That would be my mother. clarify yes. where I live, we don't sort. You don't sort? Oh, you're li- See, I don't understand why we have to sort it because we don't sort Because either. one truck comes to get it, but they still right. ask you to sort it, so I don't, I don't really get it. Well, <laughs> I, spent, I spent the next seven minutes sorting the recycling. Then I came up, then we do the five minutes of obligatory, we're not talking to each other right now, and then we started the podcast. Because oh. he always says to me, "No wonder like, you were lazy. How dare you call me lazy? I'm like, I, how dare I you? Lazy? When in I my life have I, I ever said how dare you? Like, Who talks do, like that? That's Dickens' character. One thing. One I thing. Have to say in the kitchen, I pretty much have to do everything, and so on the occasion when James wanders in and asks, you know, what can I do? And I'll say, take out the trash. You should have done it in the morning. I expect him to do it right then. And if he doesn't do it right then, I get really grumpy. Yeah, because you've been in there and you've been working. I've been in there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But Which he- is fine. Here's the thing. I love to cook. I I love it. I, I don't find it stressful. I enjoy it. So I don't mind doing that. But, you know, so when it comes to things like trash and recycling, it's like, that's where I would like to have Ryan do it because right. he can easily do that. It's something that's off my shoulders because I'm handling the shopping, the cooking, and all that. And it's kind of manly to take out the garbage. Take out the garbage, yeah. So it's like, so then like I get, you know, so yeah. (laughs) Could be maggots in there. Wait, let me scream like a little girl. Oh my God. If there's maggots, forget it. I have to do it. (laughs) 
When have you ever done the maggot? Well, no, there's a, spe- there's a reason here. The maggot surprised me, and I screamed like a nine-year-old girl. Danielle, her old job, used to work overnights, and the, and the place was the, the – well, they've closed since, but the sanitation conditions were ridiculous. Their dumpster would overflow. The maggots actually spoke to and the you. Maggots, they developed language. It was pretty horrible. Like, I would just get used to, unfortunately, like just walking by maggots. a dumpster She's like, oh, look, it's a 12-foot maggots. maggots. And I'm like, oh, look, they're overflowing the dumpster again. And um, so, like, unfortunately, it, like, doesn't really gross me out anymore. So, like, when he told me there are maggots, I'm like, yeah, pour some bleach on them, they die. Well, like, no. it doesn't matter. They don't disturb me, but when they jump on hold on. If you see a bug in the house, what do you do? Yeah, in the house, not in the house. What do you do barrel? if you see a bug? I make you kill it. Do you go kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it? don't. When do I not? Okay, you're bringing that up again. What she's bringing up, the day I'm proposing to her, I had the whole plan. I needed to get her to a specific location by a specific time. And she's like, kill the elusive bug first. I'm like, what? So I'm like running around the apartment trying to pull the water bug out of the hole. I agree with Ryan. The Boston really is coming. It really is. It happens it when we when we get emotional and angry. It comes out really bad. Yes, Sue. Yes, Sue. It's true. Ask me what I did right before the podcast tonight. You fought with your mother about the recycling. Did you take the, the trash out? I did. <laughs> I rug it out of the, the woodshed, picked it up, put it in the back of my pickup truck, drove it the mile down to the street, unloaded it, went down to the cul-de-sac, turned around, came back up, just in time for the podcast. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ryan, That's guess nice. what I'm doing after the podcast? You're bringing out the trash, Bob, aren't you? <laughs> I am. That's awesome. You guys are awesome. I spent the last hour doing? Apparently, Tuesday or Wednesday is trash day. Trash night for, for all of us. Well, here's my, this is my count. Well, James takes care of it very good for me, so I don't have to well, worry Well, here's my, ca- this is my counter well, thing, nice. too. This is my counter yes. thing, too. Dan- Danielle does a, well, and the thing, too, was because it's Danielle's, you know, first custom kitchen and stuff, I knew she wanted to put stuff where she wanted it, and I really would have been in the way. If I start, because the one thing I know she which, can't do Again, stand. which is fine, right. like, because I didn't want you to feel like you were in the way, and I didn't want you to be like, well, where is that going to go? Where are you putting this? It's, it's fine. Right. I don't mind doing that by myself. However, it's sort of like... It's the little it's thing. It's the little thing. Like, this if, is if, the if, thing. Like, if, if you ask me if what this you can do to thing. help, but then you just don't do it no, no, because no. you were this too busy watching a TV show, you oh, I'm so glad this happened. I'm so glad this happened tonight when we have room in the podcast. Here's the thing. Yeah, because I'm sure everybody wants to hear it. Oh, this is this is fantastic. Now, here's the thing. We ordered a kitchen table from Brooklyn. It's made from custom reclaimed wood from Brooklyn. We Kitchen table, all this stuff. You ordered that on the podcast. We did. We did. So we so we did that. So our Current table, we have someone who's going to take it off our hands, so we're trying to figure out when the new one's going to come. So a few days ago, I said, Danielle, have you heard from the... Because she ordered it. No, no, I'll send them an email. I'm like, okay. And yesterday, I'm like, oh, what did the, the people say? She's like, well, I didn't email them yet. I'm like, oh, okay. I emailed and them yesterday. Well, not at this point. So I'm walking on eggshells because I don't oh, yeah, want to okay. be like the guy who's like, you know... Let's get on this. Let's because I, I never try and be that person. If she's on the couch watching one of her cooking shows, I try not to bother her. I like her to relax yep, and stuff. Yep. So that's why when it's like if I'm watching, you know, an episode of The Closer that involves Sarah nerve gas, and I feel like it's like kind of like that, you know, finger snapping. Why aren't you doing things? Like that's why I tend to get your. So, but did you hear that? So he's implying that I'm the wife that walks around snapping my fingers, demanding he do things, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> that's not what I do. Well, well, tonight a little bit, just yeah, tonight, okay. just tonight. Okay. All right. So how so is the people? No way! How does the people court work? Doesn't someone like rule and then I go in the other room and complain? Ray agrees with me. 
I bet she did. I bet her husband didn't take out the trash tonight. So there. No, no, he did even better. Ray, can I can I share with the class what he did tonight? Oh God. We have to wait three minutes and, and yeah. see what she says. <laughs> I love this. We can't even have good fights. You're missing Ryan and Danielle fight. Probably not the worst thing to miss. <laughs> well, Lee, Lee and I got in it today because he's decided that soccer is not worth playing unless done in your Hulk costume. <laughs> and so, um, see, Hulk will never be the same again because we have no, we have Bob it was Hulk. A, Trying hitting the floor tantrum. It was not just a. Is someone ringing? All right, Ray said we can. You can share what Dan did. Oh God, what Dan did? So Dan texted Ray and said, "What are we having for dinner?" And she texted back and said, "This is what we're having. Shall I start cooking now?" And he said, "Yes." And she started cooking, and halfway through dinner, he sent her a text and said, "I'm stopping at the bar." Oh. I don't know when I'll be home. <gasps> oh, that's not cool. What? I hope she laid into him. That's I would not, have. That's not cool. Yeah, let's just <laughs> so discord. Notice how all the ladies not... agree. See? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Ryan, you're not looking so I was about to say, lady. have I ever done oh, that? Oh, sorry, Bob. I couldn't tell if you were agreeing or not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, apparently my blood <laughs> is super low. I don't know how or why. I heard you but... say something. Hold on. I so sure the guy who I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning is against me, and we don't think there's a little bias in here. Now, let me ask you this. Have I ever just done it the thing? Seven. It's called common sense, Ryan. Right. Yeah. Have you ever? Have I ever, Danielle, have I ever, like, in the middle of you cooking, said, yeah, I'm, I'm just not coming home? No. Okay. That's because you have a chef at home. No bar can compare. <laughs> Plus, there's only one alcoholic beverage in the world that I like. So I can just that's go true. buy it. You liked the wine that I bought. I actually do. That's true. There's two of them. Well, two the, the Whole Foods near our house is a giant alcohol department, so we're going to we're gonna do the same. So now y'all are sots. Yay. All right. If you're ever wondering what the early morning POFA staff meeting is like, it's Bob complaining I woke him up too early. It's Sue doing something with a chicken. And it's Jen going, how close to noon is it when I can start drinking? <laughs> <laughs> this is very Jen true. Jen was looking to drink. Too. Which is not oh, good because she's an hour Emma behind Emma is us. getting teeny teeth, and she has literally just screamed from <laughs> 5.30 this morning until... I handed her off to James and said, I am done. Goodbye. They <laughs> need to make, like, baby Percocet. Speaking of drinking, is drinking like What, Bob? Is anyone drinking this evening? Is anyone drinking? Um, tea. No, I have tea. You, only me. Dang it, Sue, you should at least be drinking a Wait a minute. I can drink. Do we have any wine? What do we have? We're not getting any wine. wine. Shall, shall I put you all on drunk. pause and run downstairs and get some? <laughs> well, I can bring out the recycling if we need to. No, actually, I, Jen I, had nice, refreshing hard apple cider. That's Ooh, good that's shit. Good. Is it alcoholic? Yeah, because it's a yeah, hard. That would yeah. be the hard. Hard cider. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had alcoholic apple cider. Hold think, on. Think of basically Martinelli's apple cider, but, but like, like alcohol. With like alcohol. Jenny's. Does the alcohol not shit. I was about to follow up with Jenny. Jenny was about, was implying she was about to get drunk, but she's in Australia, and I just realized it's like tomorrow morning there now. So. Good morning, Jenny. Well, wait, Jenny. This is the time of day that Jen started drinking today, so I think you're good. <laughs> And your name is Jen. Like, what the hell? You can be like, there you go. <laughs> We're drinking buddies. <laughs> we we tried to podcast with Jenny last night. She made it for an hour before her internet decided it didn't want to cooperate uh, with us anymore. Oh, and I have to share, too. We're here for next week's podcast, Danielle and I, and then we're gone for three weeks. So I'm turning over the keys to the live stream to Sue. So I'm both happy for you and hate you just a little. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> it's 
just it's the Cardiff thing. I well no the Cardiff thing just worked out because um, if you've seen Torchwood, uh, you know Cardiff is where Doctor Who is filmed, and it's where uh, like the Torchwood um, what did they call it the Torchwood location for the first uh, two seasons the Torchwood hub. Is that what they call it? Yeah, the hub. I don't know. The, the, I don't know. the thing underground. It's set in Cardiff Bay, and right near there is where Doctor Who is filmed now, and they have a Doctor Who experience. Um, well, it's the Doctor Who experience. You go and you can see the sets. And y'all are going to take, like, an annoying amount of pictures, right? Oh, we will. Um, Jen, did you see how many pictures he took on our honeymoon? Well, I'm, take more. Well, it's really it's cool when you sign up. I think it was like thirteen hundred. We're taking a. Do- it was like I was there. Yes. <laughs> no, we're taking a. Bu- we're taking the Doctor Who bus tour. This and is the sheep on the side of the road. This is the sheep. Five minutes. There's later. a reason I took a picture of the sheep yeah, because they had the marks on them that showed that they had made it, and it looked really funny because one of them had like seventeen marks, and our bus driver was like, "That one's a whore." Yeah. <laughs> as driving by. <laughs> We have to actually meet what? the Doctor Who bus driver. Bob has follow up about the horseshoe. If they mated, they get a mark. The, so when they rub up against each other, there's a mark. A and this one had like marks all over its body. Both it had ends, one like colors. on its head. Yeah, it was, was kind of weird. So we have to meet our bus driver for the Doctor Who bus tour, and they say he'll be waiting under the sign with a sonic screwdriver, and that's how you find nice. him. Well, what happened was we—it's like a two-hour train ride there and back, and we wanted to do a two, like a four-hour tour while we're there and do the experience. So we're like, we'll just stay overnight, and the only night we could do it where they had everything in was actually our anniversary. So we're spending our—so I had to spring for the anniversary package. Nice. So I, I'm not sure what's which means we get Ooh, we get bathrooms. Bathroom. I, I sprung for it. Really? I want pictures of all the hotel rooms too. Well, it's actually the only I'm hotel we're staying in. With that, well, by the way. That's actually the only <laughs> hotel we're staying in. We're getting an apartment for. Yeah, uh, for that's the only hotel. Are you really? Yeah, we we rented an apartment, yeah. like a three bedroom, because my mom, my parents and my grandmother are coming. We're all going. That's so awesome! So it's like a family trip, which will be fun. Yeah. Um, and we're just trying to figure out like what we want to do and where we want to go and it's just like kind of overwhelming but in a good way <laughs> I va- yeah that's awesome I vacation with the in-laws and I take out the recycling mm-hmm. oh you lucked out with yeah. this one yeah <laughs> so, so on tonight's um, episode of point of view have- <laughs> <laughs> your luggage is apparently going to be very heavy I've already seen two people that are smuggling themselves Aww. in now, actually, Jen had a great idea for a topic tonight, which I really liked. Um, one of the ones that was flowing by today in the staff meeting after she started drinking around 11 a.m. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell us the idea? Is the one that you had about the television shows and the films? I honestly can't remember because I was just writing down as thoughts entered my brain. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going share it. Uh, one of the things she was talking <laughs> about was films that should have been TV shows, TV shows that should have been films, you know, which ones did they make that shouldn't have been made, like, which ones when they should they make. Oh, yeah, that was a good topic. Or when they make, oh, like, different versions of the same story, like, why and which one's better. Like, I was even yeah. thinking about this because I was reading an article by... Like all the different Batmans. <laughs> um, Amy Sherman-Palladino, yes. who did uh, Gilmore Girls, and then she did Bunheads, and about how television television has changed so much and how TV shows from years before you can't make now and vice versa. And one of the things they're doing now is you have to get such good ratings right off the bat that you have to have so much story done that what was three seasons before now has to be like a 10 episode run and you have to have, you know, six acts because you have to have more commercials. So you have to have like six mini cliffhangers in every episode. Because that's because every time it goes to commercial, you have to have somewhat of a surprise to bring people back. Mm. And I was thinking of Harry Potter because I always thought it would be interesting if Harry Potter were a TV show. Like a mini each, series. Well, no, each. I was thinking mm. e- like a seven-year show, and each right 
uh, book would be that a season. Would be a year that would be a great yeah. way to do it. And if you think that would be awesome, but think about the way Joe writes. You know how usually it's like mundane, 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 mundane. Last last fifty pages, that's when everything happens. I wouldn't. Yeah. Ag- I wouldn't agree with mm-hmm. that. But no, most of the action in every story is towards the end. There's differences. Oh, There's. Yes, I, I mean, you're making it sound like it's boring up until the well, end. Well, no, but in Order of the Phoenix, yeah. you have the dementia attack in the beginning, and Harry Potter and uh, Goblet of Fire, you have um, the the the. Um, Quidditch match and everything, the, the World Cup at the beginning, but most, a lot of the time you have, you know, some action in the beginning, then a break. I don't know. I think each chapter would make, like, an excellent plot line for an episode. I don't... Yeah, and I think they'd, certain, they'd play up certain drama. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all in the editing. I mean, some lame, stupid thing, like, you know, someone entering a room can be dramatic if you edit it right, and if there's the right, you know, right. production values. I mean, there's ways to do quote-unquote mini hif- cliffhangers than, well, you know... Right. What I don't spurned know, doable. this was that, you know, that my film from my book series, The Mortal Instruments, came out. Mm-hmm. And as much as I was ecstatic to see it, and I, and I left the theater feeling okay. I, I, it wasn't one like Goblet of Fire where I was like crying leaving because it was so bad <laughs> and wrong. Um, <laughs> you cry yeah. at the end of Goblet of Fire? But when I got into the car with James and I started <laughs> Can venting, no one hear me? Tears came. No, we can, I can hear you, Bob. <laughs> I can okay, hear you. checking. So anyway, um, they changed the plot a lot. And they ke- they kept saying it. Well, we have to do it. We have to change the plot because otherwise, you know, it doesn't make a good film. It doesn't make a good story. And I'm thinking, okay, they were even, okay, y'all just have to know, they have put off filming for the second film because it got such bad reviews. Wow. Well, the thing is, is they, the, the books have sold like tons of books like i don't even know what somebody will have to look up the comparisons but they've sold a i'm i want to say it's even comparable to um the what's that hunger games and all that stuff Mm -hmm. like it's sold a lot of books and obviously it had it has a lot of fans but if the storyline is good in the books why is it not good enough for film like why did they feel they had to change it and somewhat ruin many parts of it right like, part of the book is you're trying to figure out why Clary has these powers. You know, you're trying to figure out, the, like, through the whole books, you're trying to figure out why is she special. Like, yes, she's special. And then they kind of tell you at the end. Well, in the movie, they switch that entire plot to, well, it's just her and her mom both have this, mm-hmm. like, special whatever. And, and, and like, the Shadowhunters already know who she is and what she can do. And blah. and I'm like, what? That's, like, the half the plot. Well, that, um... That reminds me of, like, one of the things that when I first saw um, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, um, I remember being really, I remember being really upset because of they ch- the way they changed Faramir's storyline. Because in the book, like, he was the one character that was just never tempted by the ring and he didn't want it and he knew it was bad and he, he just, he never wanted it. So when it literally fell into his lap when, you know, Frodo and Sam were there, he just never even tried to take it. And they completely changed that in the movie. And I remember being so mad. I'm like, oh, they, they changed it, blah, blah, Anyway, so then, like, when they came out with all those extended editions on DVD and I watched all the... Like, literally, like, hours and hours of, like, the special yeah, features right? and all that. I did, too. You're not alone. They finally, you know, they, they had, they talked to, like, all the screenwriters and Peter Jackson and everybody, and they're like, you know, that was a big change, but they felt like they had to do it because they spent, 
you know, you've spent one entire movie and half of another movie basically reiterating over and over, this is like the most evil thing in the world. We need to destroy it. And they're like, if we now all of a sudden have a character that's like, oh, um, I don't want it. You can keep it. I'm good. Like, it just totally diminishes the ring's power. And you're like, oh. And, and Frodo's like. Right. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And in, and in the end, I'm, I'm like glad they did that. So I but think. it obviously worked in right, the book. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. It never has made sense that, like, well, like, even Harry Potter, they completely left out the death day parties. And yeah, the, I know. They changed, mm-hmm. the, I don't remember, oh, they, there was that one scene where, um, which I always hated that they left out of, in the first book, I think. I don't remember now. No, it's the fourth one where Miss Weasley comforts Harry and he remembers what it's like to have a parent. That's the part that makes me cry. Mm-hmm. I know. That was one of the best yeah. parts in the whole series. And they left it out. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. That was epic. Because it doesn't pertain to the plot. But it, but that's yeah. the thing. They they totally, in a way, but neither take out <sighs> the Harry Weasley, Mrs. Weasley relationship. But that would like be taking out Not My Daughter, You Bitch. I mean, there's certain things that the fans, I think, want to see. No, the, the problem with. Well, I mean, but you, you kind of, okay, kind of taking your example with the not my daughter, you bitch, you, you, you kind of had to resolve um, Bellatrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Bellatrix had been a part of these stories forever and was a main character and they, like, they gave a lot of focus in the movies. So you kind of had to show her ending. Mm-hmm. And obviously, right. unless you want to completely change it, you got to do it how they did it in the book. I mean, having a, a nice, intimate scene between Harry and Mrs. Weasley, while it's great and for us as fans, would be something that we would like to see, isn't pivotal pivotal to the Goblet of Fire storyline. Well, right. Well, that's, the, re- that's the, reason that, like- the reason I think that they didn't put it because uh, who, who was it so, uh, cloves did the, the oh, screenplay of, of that one yep. mm-hmm. but i mean if you yeah. notice that i think that was one of the only movie that um that in, in seven was no it was the one that um no goblet of fire was that she awful. wasn't in um julie waters wasn't in goblet of fire um and that could have been the scene that she could have been in but the thing was they were playing up harry dumbledore so instead of having that scene yeah. you have dumbledore going yeah, to harry's yeah. room and he jokes about the well, curtains and he like kind of taps harry know, in the head like like a little blind man well, they also played up the fact that harry was an orphan mm-hmm. and alone and he had his friends and i think if they had shown that he had mrs weasley yeah. everybody would have gone oh well he has an adoptive mother i mean that's as good as the real thing like you know, honestly, like, the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest problem with that movie and the thing I will never, ever forgive, and it's why I never, ever watch it, the trophy case. is they totally screwed up <laughs> the <laughs> end with Dumbledore's speech about, Wait, which about um, Cedric. I mean, it was written perfectly he in the book. He was a Boy Scout. And- like, it was written perfectly. They could have right. taken it word for word. And instead, you have right. Gambon up there rambling on. Oh, and we'll remember, he was a boy who was good and kind, and he died. It was it was awful. Like, they, yeah. that's yeah. one thing that it's like, really, what you just wrote is garbage compared to what J.K. Rowling originally well, wrote. And it's, it's like, like in, why in, would you change that? It's like when my, the, yeah, go ahead, John. No, no, go ahead. When they, at the very end, where Harry is talking to Dumbledore, Dumbledore and he's like, why? And in the books, he's like tearing up the office and like yeah. screaming. Yeah. And like oh, in the yeah. movie, think they're like, crashes it. I hated that. Like, mm-hmm. stupid. Why not put what's written? Because that was, people would have cried mm-hmm. epically. Do you know what I mean? You did during the reading. Well, I, I wonder, if, I wonder if in the first draft, in the first draft, he trashes the office. Then they're thinking back to, remember Prisoner of Azkaban, the whole, like, he was their friend scene? That oh, didn't God. go too well. 
Maybe we should keep Dan calm. Keep him nice and calm and we'll get through. Yeah, that's not real good. <laughs> Wait, wrong movie, wrong movie, wrong movie. Wrong movie, yeah. Who's their friend? But I still I like that just movie, Just to address though. the chat, I don't blame Gammon for that speech. No, that's, no, that's it's, it's, it's... No, that's close. It's, that's close. it's, it's, it's and, right. No, it was, cl- it was close and it was also Newell because like the one thing mm-hmm. that always rubbed me wrong, and I know this is after the fact and this is making sausages and all that stuff, but it's when he made the comment that, you know, you're differing from J.K. Rowling's book and he said, well, my book is 137 pages, meaning I, I don't care about Joe, I care about my script. Like, the, like you don't disrespect Joe in this fandom and that I took as disrespectful to her and that you, I don't want to see anything that he has to, to do with that after that point. Well, he was the second to last actor to, and actor, I'm sorry, director to lay hands on it. Right. Like, I, I forget what's his face. Um, he had re- every single movie past that, did he not? Uh, no, after that it was Yates for six and seven and who was the guy who did... I wish that... Three, no, five and, and six. The first four, and I think the last three was the perfect guy. No, who did it? Yates did five and six. Yeah, I liked the last couple movies. Did he do Bond, though, did great. I, I liked, I liked the third one. I liked Prince uh, Yeah, I think Yates yeah. actually did... And five through eight. Yeah, five, yeah, five through eight. eight. I, I believe he stuck eight. with Yeah, because I mean, Christopher Columbus did one and two. Right. That's why it felt like a kid's and movie. And those are just kids. They feel like kids' movies. The scene where Harry's doing the underarmed deodorant and hits his... Oh, wait, that was Home Alone. What? Oh, God, you're funny. I'm fine with watching the first two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, does he I fall asleep during the second one? No, we, we no, figured out the second... We, we but he loves it like a kid would. Right. Like, I would not let him come near the fifth or the eighth at all. Right. Well, yeah. That makes Even sense. the fourth, yeah. because it's got the character death, and I don't know how he would handle that, but... Right. But, I mean... It's like um, uh, my nephew, who just absolutely adored Dobby, mm. and then they took him to the movie, the next movie, when it came out, and he's, you know, he was just little, he was like five, and he's sitting in the theater, and he looks at my mom, and he's got these tears running his face, and he said, oh, where's my Dobby? Aww. And that's all he cared about was Dobby, he didn't care about what was happening in the next movie, he just said, <laughs> where's Dobby? Dobby's Hated Dobby. <laughs> Whoa, everyone just turned into Daleks. You weren't a five year old kid. I know, we do sound like Daleks. Okay, it's a little better now. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it, it oh. sounds. No, I think it's sweet, <laughs> actually. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was sad when Dobby died, but more so when Hedwig died. So, Dobby, I felt, was like, you know, I don't understand when animators make things purposely ugly. And I didn't find many cute features about him. And I always thought they would be a little cute. No, I think, well... Mm-hmm. It's just ugly. No, I think, I thought he was, because we were having this conversation. The thing, there's a word for this. This is a term, and I can't remember what it is. It's when people make um, animated characters or robots or whatever look too human, and it's creepy. Like, oh, I, I remember Polar uh, Express? They said that this is a big problem in, in the Polar Express, the Tom Hanks... Um, yeah, and, and it was creepy. It was creepy. And so I like the fact it, that they didn't make him creepy. Uh, they didn't make him too creepy. Like, he still had kind of, like, he was dopey and everything. But but they should have tried to make him, like, cute how, like, Yoda's kind of you know, cute. Like, Yoda's a good character, like, in Star yeah. Wars. And- well, even think yeah. of, like, Dopey from Snow White. You said Dopey. He was ugly but cute. Yeah. Well, the thing that was interesting is when they finally made Creature, he had, like, completely different eyes. Like, I'm, like, an oh, earlier Creature model of... Yeah. Weird. Yeah, Creature was, was weird. It was so different. Yeah, that was weird. I Jenny's really want to read after the end. Is <laughs> dressing up like Dobby tomorrow for her birthday oh, I, party because have- they're having a, a Harry oh, Potter themed birthday one. party. I have to, I have to oh, share and pictures. Go ahead, sir. And I believe Jenny is going as Draco. Oh, if I'm right. <laughs> nice. 
Nice. She's leather. She's gonna hurt. I have to. I don't know. Hopefully, she'll respond to us in a minute. I, I have to share. <laughs> I have to share this with Jen since our conversation last week. I've been. I've been doing a lot of paperwork at work this week, so I have a lot of fix on my Kindle. And I tend to listen to the same author over and over. And usually it's fine. Like, I'll read everything an author's written and then move on to another one. This particular author I'm reading now tends to write the same type of story, just, like, from different angles. Who are you reading? Right now, the author... Don't you dare say chaos verse. No, it's not chaos verse. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a harmonian fic. The um, author is Amy Noel. And it's one, it's a series that she wrote with another author. Her type of stories tend to be Harry and Hermione are going to get together, but someone is trying to frame them for something or keep them apart. And there's angst and angst and angst. And finally, at the end, the the framer gets their comeuppance and stuff. Now, I'm reading it. Now, every time something bad happens, Ron blames Harry. And so Ron is horrible in every single fic I've read this week. And I remember what Jen said in the last podcast. And I even said out loud, I'm like, Jen's right. He really is a douchebag. Yeah. So I just, oh my god, I haven't yeah. heard, I haven't heard an mm-hmm like that since <laughs> Jen in episode three, which she's like, mm-hmm. even J.K. wrote, uh, she was even gonna kill him. She was like, I'm, I was gonna originally kill Ron. What stopped her? I know, she said I know that the right? Day. I think the fact that Harry needed him, even if he <sighs> was a douchebag. You know what the thing was? I think Ron's best moment was. She just couldn't kill off Rupert. No, was the it. best moment. Ron and Rupert never have was the chess scene in Sorcerer's Stone. From that point forward, there was downhill fast. No, I like the scene where Ron saves Harry. God, everyone is so hard no, on Ron. Harry saves Ron. Yeah. Meg is not here anymore. We can be better. Like he choked on that God. thing. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, Ron was never my favorite, and I will even say that I was hoping Harry and Hermione would get together, especially in the early books. Um, and But when Ron finally left, it pissed the hell out of me. What? Oh. I was just gasping because you just sat on Sammy. Because you're, you're you're speaking blasphemy within this. Oh, community. well, sorry. Oh, well, I like we're Ron. fine. I just thought that he had very immature moments, and he had more immature moments than honorable moments, and that makes. Well, I mean, me he's a teenage boy. He's a I mean, he's, yeah, he's a teenage boy. I, I mean, know. it's this is okay. This is after the end. Do you remember how we were laughing about how every character was suddenly running the country? Yes, from the same house. Yeah. These are the main characters. These are the heroes. Like it doesn't matter if they're immature. They have to have some sort of something that makes you love that character and root for that character. Yeah. And Ron, I just wanted to kick him in the face. Yeah. Well, think of our real life heroes, the people <laughs> who really, you know, take care of this kind of crap. Like, they all have, you know, they're not perfect people. I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but they're <laughs> mostly good. <laughs> you think and you hope, but I think that's probably not the case. Well, no, yeah. Know. Well, let's just, think. What's another hero? Another hero. Well, Miley Cyrus. No way. She is not a hero. <laughs> she needs to be stomped in the face. <laughs> Hold on. Danielle is chasing the family cat around the kitchen because when he's hungry, he decides to jump up at everywhere where she'll be. I think it's where... Oh, she's getting the water bottle. She almost shot me with this earlier tonight when I didn't bring the recycling out. She can't find She can't find it. This isn't going to be my fault. I didn't put it back where it's supposed to be. Hold on. She's getting the water bottle. She said, did you put vinegar in there? No. She's I'm smelling sure it. It's water and not cleaner. Okay, yeah, she doesn't want. She doesn't want. Well, does anyone here like Bob? I know you like. Oh, I'm sorry. I you said, does anyone here like Bob? What? <laughs> you said, does anyone here like Bob? And then you stopped. Yeah, well, I thought it was a question. Yes, <laughs> Okay, like you. I don't know. Do you always watch anime or do you read manga that is not in some sort of anime form that you like? 
Wait, what? <laughs> Am I saying Wait. the right vocabulary? <laughs> don't you yeah, look at Don't you look at manga? Manga is like the the comic book. cartoon novels, right? Maybe like a comic book, yeah. Comic, yeah. Like, is there any manga that is not made into an anime that you read? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, well, that's that's that. Other than the the remaining <laughs> chapter, other than the remaining volumes of Sword Art Online, no. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that was leading. I thought that was going to be like a ha-ha thing. And then you. No, I was going to be like, I was trying to lead into our conversation of the actual topic of is there any books that should be made into movies that haven't been and why? Hold on, Chuck. I can't believe he jumped up there. I just want to to clarify something from the chat room. Most crappy Harmonian fanfic is bad because they have Ron stuck in a two dimensional 14 year old mindset. Um, of course, you, some could make the argument that Ron's personality doesn't expand more than the two-dimensional 14-year-old, but oh. most of the really good stuff out there does Ron justice. I mean... Yeah, yeah they give him honor. Yeah, fan fiction does for Ron what J.K. could. I think my favorite Ron moment <laughs> in any fic, any fic, was, you know how I'm always joking that, like, you know, Harry and Ginny, you know, Harry and Ginny Potter are sitting in their house, they invite everyone over for dinner, and, like, they announce that Ginny's pregnant with their first child, and Ron jumps off the other couch and starts slugging Harry because you slept with my sister even though they've been married for seven years. Like, that's the, t- the, 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 the image I get of Ron. There's an episode, or there's an episode. There's um, a fic I read where uh, they hook up at a dance or whatever because they always have the Yule Ball at Hogwarts, even though it doesn't make any sense. And (laughs) everyone looks at Ron like, okay, let's get ready to hold him because he's in the charge with Harry. And Ron's like biting into an apple. And he's like, what? They're my two favorite people. Why would I be pissed? And he like wanders off like, what's up with these people? I like to you, Ron. Well, he was they he was dead for like forty him chapters. They just you, hit him away. That was okay. Yeah. <laughs> he matured greatly over chess. Well, he was a doofus. He was a doofus because if I recall correctly, he was he was hidden for the first like book and a half, and then he came out and he didn't believe that Harry and Hermione were really dating because they were trying not to flaunt it. So he was like in a shrub, like with like a no, shrub hat on, like good. watching I them. I like that interpretation <laughs> of Ron. I liked yeah, acting I was, the end of Ron. I'll be, I'll be a huge. Uh, uh, I mean, P.O.U. is my first. Fanfic, my yeah. first favorite Harmonian fic, His and I still, I, I initially enjoyed how they handled Ron, but for the most part, mm-hmm. in the end, it, it it still kind of fell into the usual Harmonian trappings of we don't know really what to do with Ron, so let's you know put him in a corner and well, leave him to his own. Let's let, let's do this fairly. You could write any of the major three characters in any way that, that they each have a flaw that can be very annoying if it's overdone. Ron has his over jealous side. Harry has his I must sacrifice myself and live as a hermit because no one must be near me because I will get you all he killed. Has a hero side. complex. He has the complete hero complex, and Hermione can just be annoying as all shit. Hey, she, yeah, but Hermione a, saved the day. So. Yeah. I love Hermione. Um, depending on how they write it, she can do that. But, th- I mean, that's the thing, too, is we're talking about, you know, moving TV shows, uh, taking TV shows and making them films and films into TV shows and novels to both and back and forth and everything. And it's really easy to, if you think about how a TV show has to be put in the air, okay, we need, you know, 26 episodes for Harry's fourth year. So in every episode, we have to have angst. What can we do? Let's make Ron into a dick. Because <laughs> they need to... You know what I mean? So, like, that's one I of the... like this show. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that, 
maybe why Harry Potter should because then if you think about it, I was thinking about Harry Potter as the example. Every year, pretty much the story ends, and you not so much in the later years, but usually you have like you feel complete finishing it, and we'll start fresh next novel. Whereas you have to have like a to be continued moment. Okay, uh, we have to break in here. My cat is on the mantle. Next to Beetle in the bar, he's gonna knock that remote on the floor. Is that, he's 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 knocking everything off the mantle. He's about to knock it. Probably hear it. Stand by. The cat is. He's like ridiculous. He is really. Ins- I have like the big edition of Tales of Beetle the Bard. You know the big one. Yeah. And I have it like standing upright on the mantle just because I don't have any place else to put it, and he can't get around it, so he hopped over it. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> okay, speaking of Harry Potter, yes. what is this new film? What is this? Hold on, why is Jen sounds upset? Oh, this is gonna be so cool. I know. It's okay, awesome. what is it? It's uh, it's over the. Okay. Somebody so explain this to me. All right. So apparently, WB went to to Joe and said, "Hey, Joe." We, you know, really want to do some more Harry Potter stuff. How would you feel if we had somebody write a screenplay based on Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? And we're going to do it about Newt Scamander, who's supposedly the author, even though it's really Joe. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be kind of about how he finds these beasts and writes about them and researches them and stuff like that. Wait, who's and Joe the main said, character? Hmm. Uh, Newt Scamander. Okay. Now the she's this, like okay. The, the deal wait, with this is character <laughs> so, is he wearing leather? Jo- <laughs> well, wait. So, wait. So Joe says, "Well, hang on a minute. I want to think about this." And then Joe goes back to WB and says, "You know what? I think it's a really good idea, but I want to write it. I uh-huh. want to do the screenplay." And WB went, "Okay, cool. We'll yeah. take that. Nice." And so it's going to be based on him. It's 70 years before Harry Potter, but it's going to be in the Wizarding World. It's going to start in New York. And and I'm trying to remember. I listened to MuggleNet. They had the information. I think Newt was born in like 1891, something like that. So he'll be about 40. Did you know that Newt's commander, not only is he a Hufflepuff, yay, but he was also headmaster at Hogwarts for a while. Really? Yep. So he's led an interesting life. Now, I wonder if and any of it will so take place at just, Hogwarts then. I wonder how old he was when he was... I don't know. Well, no, if you think about it, because... He was, he was the headmaster before... Dip it. Dip it. Well, if you... Th- is it 1920s or the 1800s? Probably the 1920s. It's going to be in the 19- 1920s New York. Well, that's... That's interesting. Well, it's like prohibition. Yeah. Well, that's going to be really. Cool. Well, no. I'm like, because Harry Potter isn't exactly like the height of techno- technology. Like, it shouldn't be too much different. Oh. Right? Other than mobile, my, will be okay. different. Mm, that's true. So my mind, because Are they I going to really film at Disney. <laughs> no, really? I want Ivana Lynch in this. So here's what I think should. Did you really? I think that they should have Ivana sitting with her, Ivana grown up as Luna, sitting with her twin boys around the bedside of Newt Scamander as he's, you know, in his last little years or whatever, mm-hmm. and him telling about his adventures, Princess Bride style. Wouldn't it be cool? That, well, that would yeah, be cool because Ivana be. looks... But Ivana looks 12. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. She, but they could make her look old. She already said not that she would go through hours no, she, of, of prosthetics she, just to be this man, No, but, but think of men. They I'm aged sorry. Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Yeah, like, that was they, cool. No, but the thing with <laughs> Ivana... Stumped, 
gone wrong. They did. They did. But no, the thing with Ivana is, if you actually, like, she'll tweet pictures of herself. She's what twenty one now. She looks much older. She had a growth spurt somewhere since. No, she, I'm looking. I'm giggling. She, her. she she could pull it off. I think you're giggling her. She I'm googling, googling. Her. It's a southern thing. They giggle. But I think that she could really pull it off. Now the thing which I love about this, I know Death Row had a, a chat going on Facebook about this. Is you know there's the dangers of you know they could really screw this up or it could be kind of like <clears> the Caprica <throat> of the Harry Potter world. You know it's a, a different take on yeah. the world. Work. I mean the thing is we have <laughs> a, a period piece. Period pieces can be very cool. It's a period piece set in the magical world of J.K. Rowling. So people, right? So I, I just think, and everything beyond that can be fresh. You can have a new, and the thing which I love is, she says Newt is such a. Um, I love Newt so much. I made his grandson Luna's husband, who I also love very much. I love Luna. So I'm like, okay. So to you, this isn't just a name you pulled out of your ass to to put on the on on the textbook uh-uh. that you wrote. This is somebody she loves. You know this character, and someone else was talking tonight about. I think it was Richard. How Joe doesn't do romance well. Like the Harry Ginny romance is. Is only really good if you read fic and Ron and Hermione kind of was was you know very simplified. The, the thing is, she writes relationships perfectly. She like you know love and sacrifice and all that. The thing is, re- relationships quote unquote were never really a focus of the book. The, you know they, they they were an example of hormonal teen years, but she, it wasn't a romance story. So if she because right. someone said if you have a blockbuster movie, you need a romance in it because that's what drives it. If you have one. I think she could do it because she's never really had to try and make that front and center before. So if it's a movie about Newt in New York and whatever the plot is, if it deals with a romance or something, I think Joe could do great. She she writes people well, but she's never tried that before. So I I think she could do really. So I'm really excited about it. I I don't it's know. It's gonna be cool. We'll have to see. And I just am amused. I think just the fact that she's writing it will be. I think it'll be fantastic. Well, I'm also amused that she announced it the day after our podcast last week. Because we moved the podcast forward the day. We <laughs> missed it by a day. We missed it by a day. So I do wish that she would write more magical yeah. stuff instead of like mystery crap. <laughs> I have to finish her last book, The Although, Who's Calling. Yeah, because that, that was really that good. was good. They're making a film far. version of um, the the. Casual vacancy. Casual vacancy. I really. It's a BBC it, series. I think oh. they're doing. Yeah, is Maggie it's Smith more in like it? A TV thing. I watched if Maggie Smith I is in it. Who else? I like Judy Dench. I like her. Ooh, um, uh, Don French. If she's in it, I'll watch. I love Don French. Oh yeah. There you go. The, the Vicar of Dibley. I mean, there's... Uh, well, I'm just joking. I mean, maybe that... I, mean, I don't think that's a book I can read. Maybe I can watch it. Yeah. It's got Joe Stylo. I just couldn't. Um... <laughs> were we going to take a quiz tonight, too? I believe we were going to yes. take a quiz tonight. I want to do a quiz. We did, did anybody else do the um, homework? Oh, or crap. I've me? got it on my phone. Who can I send it to? Uh, you can send <laughs> it to me and we'll throw it up. Time here. We, we, can I text it okay. to Well, I haven't done my homework yet because I was having a fight with the wife about the recyclables. You were I haven't done it either. either. All right. All right now, the, oh home, the homework, okay, next, the homework next for week. next week <laughs> is in the in the chat. I can do this as well. Take a picture of something in your home that's inspired by Puffwa, something that is there because you found this podcast. Something that has, we go. have changed your life, and so you have bought this product, and you will take a picture of it and send it to us. And there we go. I, I sell products. Yeah, pro, you know, products so and there, services. The, the link is in both the Puffa chat and the host chat so that we can do this. It's only five questions, so I think we can get through it fairly easily. All right. So, What's the link? Uh, she put it up. The link the is chat. in both chats. And if you're, so re- it, we just go ahead and if you're listening to this in six years, it's blogthings.com slash, and this is all one word, what's your power color quiz? Blogthings.com slash, what's your power color quiz? 
Would you yep. describe yourself as empathetic and nurturing, enthusiastic and extroverted, confident and oh, forward-looking? Really I'm moving on, and you're confusing why, me as you're talking. Why are you skipping every other one? He's just not. in a complete different order. Holy crap! They did this. That is, that's so weird. weird. Mine comes up as individual and independent. Uh huh. Enthusiastic and extroverted. We can't logical. cheat off each other. <laughs> Mine comes up as enthusiastic <laughs> and extroverted. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna have to. Okay, so the first question is is is. So stop reading. You would you would describe yourself as. For the sake of the listeners, we need to read them off. So uh, okay. Well, Bob, read number one. All right, number one. Would you describe yourself as empathetic and nurturing, logical and introspective, enthusiastic and an extroverted, playful and resourceful, individual and independent, or confident and forward-looking? It sounded like a movie okay. trailer. Ryan, <laughs> of, the most bo- of the most boring movie ever. You influence others by believing in their dreams and teaching them to believe in themselves, opening them up to the world and all its opportunities, having an incredible life plan that inspires people to invest in themselves, motivating them to think about what they really need, being excited about life and causing them to be passionate too, respecting them and showing them how to respect themselves. During work or school projects. That's hard, because I like more than one of those. Okay, I yeah, know. sorry. There's several of them that are really hard. All right. During work or school projects, you listen for the specific skills you'll need to complete the task. You keep an eye on everyone else's work. You are the idea person thinking of new strategies and plans. Your enthusiasm energizes everyone involved. You see the value in every team member and resource. You use your logic to figure out the next step. All right. Number four. Danielle. Okay. At your best, you have a ton of new ideas and believe you will change the world. Seek change and adventure in life. Know you can accomplish whatever you want. Appreciate everything and everyone in your life. Look for truth and encourage others to share their inner selves. Help people and spark new possibilities. Hmm. And Jen. Okay. At your worst, you are very introverted and lost in your thoughts, feel like you're unimportant and insignificant, become overly sensitive and take things personally, lack self-confidence and feel scattered, let fun distract you from meaningful life experiences, or start too many things and don't finish them. Them. All right. All right. I don't really need a few uh, minutes. Yeah, well, we don't have a few minutes. I don't, well, I don't know my answers. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to play music until Danielle has her answers up. <laughs> Do, 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 do. These are like very do, complicated. Do, do. <laughs> All right, I've got mine. I'm hitting submit. <laughs> None of the above. <laughs> All right, I have my. Um, As do I. I have my power color. Is that correct? Apparently, yes. I have my power color as well. All right. The cat is actually pacing on the granite. This is actually kind of amazing. I, I am not a fan of my power color. Bob is very bitter this yeah, evening. Yeah. Wow, I wow, like wow. my color. He's, he's I, jumping. I like the color, and but I don't think I I don't think what it says about me is right. Okay, well, go ahead and read. It is an internet quiz. <laughs> yes, this that's is true. the truth well, about everything. Well, one one such <laughs> quiz made her a Hufflepuff, so you never know. But okay, what do we got? Yeah, that's true. Well, and here we go. My power color is gold, hmm. but it says at your highest, you are engrossed in passions that mental, mentally stimulate you. At your lowest, you seek thrills and neglect what's important in your life. In love, you see dating as an adventure and approach it with an open attitude. 
uh, how you're attractive, your passion for life makes others passionate about you. And your eternal question is, am I having fun? Nice. All right. I'll I'll go next. There we go. My my power color is magenta. Whoa. At At my highest, I energize myself and push others to succeed. At my lowest, I feel frustrated and totally overwhelmed. This is how Especially you know, this at seven is, o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this, you have to be honest. Is this any remotely true for anyone? Well, this is how we know the quiz is absolutely full of crap. Because in love, you are surprised by who you attract. You're a love magnet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bull crap. Anyway, how you're attractive, open and free spirited. People want to explore the world with you. And finally, <laughs> my eternal question. You don't wear pants. Wait, my, I, yeah. And my internal question, what's my next source of inspiration? Aww. All right. Aww. I am lime green. Okay. <laughs> no, because I'm lime say. green. You can't be lime At green. At my highest, I am adventurous, witty, and a visionary. <laughs> are, are you any of those things, Jen? I am those things. All right. At my lowest, I, am, I feel misunderstood and don't fit in. Like you don't quite fit in. Yep. In love, yep. I have a tough exterior, but can be very dedicated. What? <laughs> Brian, the and black jacket. Jen, do you, are, are we in lockstep so far? Yep. All right. How you're attractive. Your self-awareness and confidence lights up a room. <laughs> and your eternal question. What, what else do, I, do need I need in my life? You guys have the same color? <laughs> yeah. What else? Jen and I are apparently soulmates. And apparently materialistic. <laughs> God chose well, your birthday for a reason. What kind of person are you really? Truthful. Instantly learn 27 shocking secrets your birthday reveals about your future. That can be next right. week's quiz. Am I the only one left? Yeah. Yep. Why is there a picture Jane of a... Why is there, lime green as well. Hold on. Why is there a picture to the right of this with the, like a woman like with her cleavage hanging out? At least she's got a crisscross over her nipples. All right. I'm okay. Just, I don't, uh, have, I don't have that, so you must have been Googling something interesting I earlier. I not. I have it, too. Uh, but... Maybe that's from a game. Tenon? Tynon? All right, hold on. We're going live with Mrs. Huggles here. Well, y'all went. Now it's my turn. All right. <laughs> um, my power color is red-orange. My God, that's the color of your Ooh, old bedroom. It's like my favorite color, which is funny. Gryffindor. Um, at my highest, I am warm, sensitive, and focused on my personal growth. Mm-hmm. At my lowest, I become defensive and critical if I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> In love, I am loyal, but I demand the respect I deserve. Demand. <laughs> how how I'm attractive. You're a very affectionate and inspire trust. And my eternal question is: Am I respected? <laughs> Hold on, what was your lowest? Take out the damn trash. What's your lowest? Isn't there a lowest? Yeah, it said, um, yeah, it become defensive well, and critical. Yeah. I feel like mine is actually pretty close to me. Uh, I feel like parts of it are, are, are accurate. So, Did you not answer honestly? Well, I feel like it's one of those well, there, quizzes. I feel like that's a quiz that you could take for a while because it, it's yeah. kind of complicated. Well, it's questions. like one of those quizzes that's like, yeah. are you brave, book smart? Loyal mm-hmm. or a jackass? Which house are well, you in? Like it's like yeah, remember, yeah, remember those questions. What's your favorite color? Red, blue, green, or yellow? Oh, here's an interesting test. What color is your lucky underwear? <laughs> yes. 
What color blue are you? Do you have time? Do you guys want to take it? Yeah, where is it? Yeah, where is it? Right. Link me, Bob. three times, and she got lime green, teal, and then red orange. So she got one different. She got it different each time. Hold on. Wait, you All have right. to share the link because I don't have it. Oh, you did. Wait. Blogthings.com slash what color is your lucky underwear quiz. <laughs> Okay, Bob Reed. Wait, wait. All right. Did what? you put, wait a minute? Wait, did you put it in the chat? I put it in One, the two. chat room. So chat room, you can play along. Why didn't I? See, I'm not seeing okay, it. Okay, so thank you. Chat. Did you number one? When you shop for underwear, you no, look you for oh, silky fabrics, traditional sex appeal, designer style, fun patterns, over the top colors and cuts, or comfort. Nice voice. Mm-hmm. Number two. Let's say you're starting college for the first time today. Which of the following would you most likely to major in? Because apparently your major determines what kind of underwear you wear. <laughs> what if you've already graduated with several degrees? I, I, I don't know. All right, so let's go to the answers. That Drama, philosophy, Thanks, English, Roy. business, psychology, or skipping class. Number three. If you were going to relax with some TV, what kind of program would you watch? A talk show? Business news? How-to show? A sports show? Engaging drama? Or a sitcom? Number four. At this Mm -hmm. moment, you'd most like to have a new place to travel or a new food to try. A (laughs) A few minutes to write or draw. A flirty moment with someone cute. A chat with a few friends. A race or a promotion at your job. Or a, a nap in the sun. A snap in the sun would work, too. Mm, snap in the and sun, finally, all right. To decide your ultimate lucky color of your underwear, number five. What's the biggest challenge in your life? Not taking responsibility. Overworking yourself. Learning not to worry. Taking time for others. Oh, God. Not enjoying the small things. Or keeping calm. I just got my lucky no. underwear color. Huh. Okay, I got to actually take this. <laughs> Let's see. I'll start out. Mine is green, Bob. <laughs> Please don't be green. Please don't be. Yes, purple. <laughs> I'm a total go-getter who will scrape and crawl to get to the top, and your lucky green so underwear green. will help you get there without a struggle. Ryan, I don't know what that means. Read. Wait, so you so read. I am oh, reading. That was... No, that's you making like, up. No, that was what I said. You're a total go-getter who will scrape. You think I can make this crap up? You're a total I'm go-getter who will scrape and crawl to get Wait, to the top. Yeah. You Ryan loves crawling up to be on top. Is that what you I love said? to crawl to get on top and my lucky underwear helps me. I'm a fast okay. learner and you, I enjoy a good mental challenge, whether it's getting my law degree or running a successful business. Apparently that's linked to the green underwear. Sometimes you push. Uh, well, here's. Oh, you're still reading? So, um, <laughs> sometimes I push too hard to succeed, alienating friends and wearing myself out in the process. Well, this is detailed. If I want to reach my goal while still maintaining a full life, I have to put on green underpants. They'll help me slow down and enjoy life. They're helping me slow down, but in the previous paragraph, they were helping me climb and, climb and struggle to the top. And green is the color of recycling. It is. Reduce, reuse, ah. recycle. <laughs> Ryan, I just have to ask, do you have green underpants? Do I own them? Uh, I, I believe I may have a teal pair. I don't believe I have green. No, you have a pair of green. I do. I do. Well, mine All is right. purple. I'm going to read. Dreamy and idealistic, you envision great things for your life. Your lucky purple underwear can make those dreams come true! Exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. You're a busy little butterfly. You have the most projects, interests, and friends of anyone you know. I'm not sure that's true. You also have a flair for the dramatic. Okay, I admit. 
Sometimes too much drama comes into your life and brings things to a stop. If you want to, a little detailed. If you want to focus more and flutter less, I'm insulted now by my purple underwear. Put on your purple underpants. They'll help you get the important things done. F you, purple underpants. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm gonna say. You get the finger. Aww. Go on, someone else's turn. Mine apparently hates me, and I like the color purple. Screw you. Yeah, I have lucky blue underwear. Are you hate blue? So do I. Yeah. So, oh, so you. All right. So, Sue, we are caring and extroverted. We have made mm-hmm. relationships our number one focus, and our lucky blue underwear can bring balance to them. We thrive in one-on-one situations. We are good listeners and natural-born therapists. Sometimes we let the concerns of others become too important in our own lives, leading to stress and worry. But if we want more balance, put on the blue underpants. They'll help take care of ourselves first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad. The last line is a little bit um, iffy, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You had had the um, naked lady ad. My ad underneath my color is get your pelvic floor. I think the like, like what are you guys doing? I have like an ad for Wayfair to like buy furniture. I now have an ad to buy fresh threads all under fifty dollars. Like it's telling me to buy nice. a TARDIS cookie Mine jar. Says what kind of cookie? Mine tells me are to you? buy a TARDIS cookie jar. I'm being asked how satisfying is my life? What scary movie are you? Oh my god, see that. Look, I'm look. saying travel to Mexico. TARDIS right, so, and yeah, Enterprise. I do see right, that. Bob, I, like a lot of people Bob. in the chat, got the color yellow. Um, do you have yellow underpants? That's not a very common I, color. I know. I have red and green and blue. James doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I really don't agree with any of this, but your, lo- your lucky underwear is yellow. You're an extremely happy, laid-back, fun soul. <laughs> and your lucky, color- your lucky yellow underwear can help you get even more out of life. In life, you rather play than work. You're apt to quit any task that doesn't nourish your creativity and inner child. Sometimes you drive for freedom hinders your quality of life. You find it impossible to do anything unpleasant. If you want to have responsibilities and still have fun, put on your yellow underpants. They'll help you make the party. <laughs> oh my God, that's ridiculous. They'll help you make a party out of most mundane tasks. <laughs> party in my pants. Party in party your pants. pants. Party in the pants. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Wow. So that was interesting. I I, I, I took the I took the what scary movie am I? Oh god. I am Silence of the Lambs. Why am I not surprised? This could just go on and on. It could. Now what? Now what movie? It wants me now say what should I say in French Ooh. and what yoga pose are you? Hmm. What should I say in French? It never. Well, let's see what I should say in French. Speaking of that... What do I most uh, admire about the French, huh? Scott and I were looking through old threads last night, and we found the French thread where Jen posted in French, and Ryan walks in, blinks, and turns around (laughs) and leaves. (laughs) Hold on. This is... What do you admire most about the French crickets? Uh, What do the French do best? 
I say, well, I haven't really spent much time admiring the French. Which the French do best? Um, espresso? They make good pastries. What of, which of the French people do you admire the most? I know none of these people. If you lived Wait, in, do you know a French person? I don't know a single French person. Like, a historical French person. Uh, Napoleon? Jean-Luc Picard. Okay, well, he who was, was British. He was really like, that British. made no sense. If you lived in France, what would your profession be? What the freaking hell kind of question is that? Pastry chef. Like, I'm going to move there because I want to bake crap? I have no idea. Here, I'll, be, I'll do that. That's what Gordon Ramsay did. Okay, can I, t- can I answer only three questions? Does that work? <laughs> sure. I should say Café Oulats. Olay. Olay. I'm not going to say that. Don't ever go to France. I, 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 <laughs> You'll just embarrass like, yourself. Stupid American. You stupid, stupid American. <laughs> well, a friend of mine. You, just say you're a Canadian. Yeah. A friend of mine who used to live in London, I asked her things I should do. She's like, oh, go to France for the day. I'm like, no. No. I'm, I'm not going. I, I, no, you actually, I do want to go to France. Like, um, I'll bring it back a baguette. So now we we have uh, what color? Let's see, what animal are you? We already did one of those, oh God, Ray, and, and Ryan didn't like its animals, so what was he, I? he won't do that one. What again. was I? Uh, a walrus or something like that, or a baboon? Yeah, you were, I think you were. A you baboon. were a walrus. I was a baboon. I was the walrus. You were the baboon. I was a baboon. Yeah. It's fl- What's your Japanese name? <laughs> I your ja- what color is your? Name? I wasn't even Jen can pronounce her Japanese. Okay, what is her name? Jennifer. Are you a guy or a girl? Submit. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> oh, Band-Aid. <laughs> like Band-Aid, but with a Z. Band-Aid. Well, you do need a lot. Um, see, now, and I put, that's funny. Did you actually write Jennifer? Yes. In yours? Because I wrote Suzanne, and it didn't ask if I was a guy or a girl. Seriously, I guess it's important. What's the it's URL? Jennifer. What is your Japanese <laughs> name? Banzai. No, what? No, what, my, what's the? My name tells people that I'm powerful and intense. It makes people take me seriously. I stand out in a crowd and command attention. Why does your What's your URL though? And with never- <laughs> mine says God chose your birthday for a reason. What kind of person are you really? Instantly learn twenty-seven shocking secrets your birthday reveals about your. They age. all have that. Sue, what's oh, the what's yeah. the link? What is your Japanese name? Ooh. After. No, I'm not doing Japanese name. I'm doing what color is your Jen, name? Jen, what's the things they have to talk? Uh, okay, I'm giving you the Jen, Oh, you're saying anything? Thanks. Oh, God. I just mm. found one. What's your British name? There. Oh, God. Uh, Jennifer. So people see me as a bit of a wild card. Wild. Wow, I'm all known for being passionate and a bit dangerous. Woo. All right, my Japanese name is Kana Matsuki. <laughs> I hope Mooney's not on. I did British. I found the British one. Oh, Ryan, we should do Hold this on. One. Danielle's it's British name is Flora Holly. Yeah. I found the British name. It's Flora Holly. This one is Bloody brilliant. Or conservative, are you? Oh, God. That's what I should use to make up names for the characters in the Order is RPG. Here, Ryan. You should. Do that one. What's the URL for Ryan, that? Ryan, I'm going to do what, what's your British name. All right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm doing how liberal or conservative. Oh, I can't even get what? close to this. Ryan's British name is Lachlan <laughs> Dominic. The hell? <laughs> Protecting the environment is a primary social responsibility. We have yep. Immigration policies. Yep. Uh, Wait, yeah. reading because I can't think when you do. <laughs> so she want total. So you want total silence on a podcast? I total obviously am one of those kids. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jen. Do you forget that we're on a podcast right now? I know. I'm one of those people that cannot read and focus. She forgets I the think calls I'm not here. ADD. 
Shiny noises make me not focus. Shiny noises. Squirrel bell. I have a feeling I'm going to be liberal. Uh, taxes should be... What's affirmative action even mean? Oh, God. Oh, no. No, God. <laughs> I think that's a great place to end No, this no, episode. I have four more questions left. Stop it, stop it, stop okay. it, stop it, stop Damn it. Damn it, Brian, hurry up. It's more important for the country to... Uh-huh, you should be concerned with... Uh-huh, social responsibility should be... No. So, Everyone's right. Hold on, almost done, almost done, wait. <laughs> I'm trying, I promise, listeners. To make this so much. Yeah, you, you are trying to True. make this so much. So while they're doing that, I, I'm going to tell a, a, a little story that get me in trouble if my mother ever hears this. But um, So she and her four friends were here. We went out to dinner, and they were talking about maybe getting a tattoo, but they can't decide on what tattoo they're all going to get. And so all of a sudden, my brother starts just laughing his head off, and he says, I'll pay for it. If you do it, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it for all of you. And we looked at him, and we said, what What are you talking about? And he said, if you all get tramp stamps, I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. So all these little ladies with their tramp stamps, he's going to go take them down there and pay for it. Oh, them. nice. It was pretty All wild. right, I'm 20% conservative, 80% liberal. On social issues, uh, 25% conservative. Personal responsibility, I'm 100% liberal. Fiscal issues, I'm 100% liberal. Ethics, I'm 100% liberal. And defense and crime, I'm 75% conservative. Didn't see that one coming. I am mean, still not done. <laughs> still on affirmative action. I just can't, yeah. Affirmative action wiki. So did you all know that Hufflepuff won the Pottermore House Cup? Did we really? Just, just saying. Congratulations. How did the whole Hufflepuff. Pottermore thing work? I kind of got bored with it after. I got tired well, they've of not being able to it up in. And, it's, and it's all new now. And they've got sound and, and stuff like that. You should check it out, man. Do you remember it's... when we were all betas and then nobody could log in for three months? Because mm-hmm. I do. Does, That's what I remember. I thought there was Sword Art Online. I was never in the beta. You weren't? No. Nope. I was because I was in the mountains with no civilization whatsoever, and Sue sent me. <laughs> Thank you, Sue, by the way. Love you, Sue. Yeah, and, and I had to sign her up by a different name because I forgot her real name. It was very bad. <laughs> Jan something. Maybe that's why I had trouble signing up. I'm more <laughs> liberal than you are. By 5%. Yeah. All right. Bob is dying to get us out of here before he has to take the okay. conservative quiz. Yes, I've because I, gotta go ta- I have to go take out the trash. <laughs> anyway. That's the episode title, by the way. Puva takes out the trash. Yeah, yeah, take out the trash. <laughs> all right. From all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in the imaginary Potterfic Weekly Studio, lot of Wait, awesomeness. Said- Located in Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, that's we- you. Well, something else. Point of view weekly. Point of view. You said Potterfic Weekly. We're point of Whatever. View. It's it's all. Whatever. The same thing. Every time I have a point of view, Bob yells at me to move on to the next segment. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, so uh, next week we will be podcasting at some point in the week. We will be informing everyone. <laughs> on one of via, those days. One of those days. Uh, we'll inform you via the, the Facebook group uh, and also on uh, the Potterfic Weekly forums. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. But until then, um, we will catch you guys. In the, oh, I guess we should say our names because we do that every week. I'm Bob. Mm-hmm. Er, I'm Brian. This this is all live. I've been Jen. <laughs> I've been Sue. I'm Danielle. And we'll catch you guys all sometime next week. Bye. 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 And if anybody's interested, we might be doing a Halloween ball for <laughs> <Halloween> <laughs> So y'all come by, you hear? <laughs> Nice. Yeah, good job. That was a good idea. There's a chance this oh, might be out by then. There's a chance this might is be out. Is it a country western theme? Because I'll show up. Sure. I'm thinking nah. I'm going to just give Ryan a playlist and have him play rock music for a while. It'll be fun. We'll have a dance. 
I'll dance. Got I'll somebody that's going to read tea leaves, and I'm going to try to talk Richard into having a kissing booth again. <laughs> I'll show up. Oh, nice. That first one was so fun. Heading to the that first uh, one was uh, show. Remember that? Oh, show. Uh, that, that was yeah. uh, I, that was awesome, that first um, Perfect Weekly Ball. I love that thing. That was. Yeah, and that's what Brian is remembering, and Brian wants to relive the golden years. Hey, so, can you believe how long ago that's been? It's been six like, years. I need to listen just so I can remember. It's, it's like a diary. We have a diary well, of our that's lives. A, that's actually why I wanted to start. Why I wanted to start POV Weekly is because in ten years I wanted to remember everything that was happening. Like I was even talking to Danielle the other day, and I'm like, "Do you realize that we've been doing this podcast so long? Emma wasn't even born yet when we started." She's like, "Yeah, she was." I'm like, "No, because Jen took a week off to have a baby." She's like, "Oh, you're right. It's like right. the last year flew yeah. by." But if you think about it, was it only a week? Uh, I swear, I took more maternity. Leave. <laughs> I don't give you very much. We don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> Uh, I'm a slave driver. He doesn't let you take much time off. It's just so much fun. I look forward to this. Mm-hmm. Except when Even I, if you didn't know, this I was this morning cranky. Oh, you did. I think you would like. <laughs> I think you would like the blueberry coffee. It's really good. It's really good. I'll have to. Tr- I like blueberry muffin. I don't like blueberries. No, but it's it's not like an overwhelming taste. Anyway, it's um it's Green Mountain Wild Blueberry. It's really good. I like I need to buy new K-Cups. Freaking K-Cups. Freaking K-Cups. <laughs> you didn't respond to my post about your K-Cups. I was disappointed. Wait, I didn't see it. What post? I said, I said, I was talking to somebody about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, and they said, Fantastic Breasts, and then you're talking about <laughs> oh, Fantastic I Breasts. I was like, what? <laughs> no, because I didn't know that K-Cups were a thing. But they exist, aren't they? You mean like for boobs? Yeah. Boobs? <laughs> like what letter of the aspect do they go to? Oh, K-Cups. Oh, I think oh. they go pretty far. <laughs> I don't know. I know that there's specialty shops that you have to buy. I don't know. Yeah. That'll be an interesting quest to find out how big cup sizes go to. How big cup sizes are. Yep. <laughs> you know, you see those women. That Next have those time classes. on View Weekly. <laughs> We examine the size of women's breasts. Nice. What? And some men. Well, you already kind of did that. trouble to research this much. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm, I'm finally on Facebook. I'm laughing at all the comments earlier. Does anyone know where Ryan is? Does anyone know where Ryan is? I'm on the ground outside the house going through the recycling oh, bin. shut up. Like, you were well, not. Something. I was like, I'm going to text Danielle, too, because Ryan never answers his phone. <laughs> I should. I, he doesn't answer his phone. Uh, okay, the one time I was. I'm glad to know I'm not the only one that calls him. And he I ignored Sue. And once. I only ever call you him because he's sitting on the couch watching his episode. Oh, like, of course. I, like, I did do that to Sue once. I did do that to Sue once. <laughs> he did. He did, but he he blamed it on Danielle. How did I do that? He said, "I'm sorry, Sue. I can't talk to you right now. Danielle's watching TV, and well, I have he didn't to have, He didn't have time to do the poo for homework because." <laughs> <laughs> well, next week I'm taking a picture of my recycling bin. I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> well, I actually took a picture of my mailbox. Well, you have to take another picture now because this is still being. <laughs> this is we're still on the air. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> She's like, no, I didn't really take a picture of it. I took a picture of something else. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That's the ticket. Uh, well, I realize now that I took a picture of my actual address on my note. <laughs> 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 Stop by any time to see me. <laughs> Please don't be a serial killer. <laughs> 
Now we can all stalk Jen through Google Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I already do. We used to Earth to find Danielle's apartment stuff. What? We, we did. Brian and I used Google Earth when he was trying to show me how to get to your apartment. <laughs> oh, that's door. right. Way back Jeez. when. Then I realized Jen's not driving the cab. They so could just drop her off. <laughs> no, right. And even then, I'm still not sure. It's a residential area. Key says that her choir. Wait, wait, wait. Key says her choir teacher once told him to sing like she had KK boobs. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are KK? <laughs> you know, double K boobs. You know, really D. big boobs. D. You had to, yeah, like double D only. These are double K. I swear, I'm doing research. How big do boobs go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The fascinating information. No, you need to give this book a world record. Who had the biggest boobs? Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, hold on. I'm looking this up. <laughs> Are you glad We're you stuck around? Except in the after show. And we could do this in the actual show. Because <laughs> I didn't think about boobs. Yeah, the actual show. show, too. Oh, it comes up as like the first thing on my Google. Are you serious? Like, apparently, a lot of people. Research this. A lot, of, a lot of people Google this, and what does it say? Wait, and I don't understand this. Why is it? Apparently, it's not even a set. Like they're not measured as a pair. It's measured individually. What? And the largest <laughs> really? breast, singular, belongs to Annie Hawkins Turner, aka Norma Stitz, who has an underbreast measurement of one hundred and nine point twenty-two centimeters, which is forty-three inches. Well, that doesn't tell me like. What what size? I wonder, maybe they don't make a cup size for that. I don't know. Are you talking about K cups or boobs? Boobs, boobs, <laughs> boobs. Um, boobs. Yeah, Bob's just like mm, <laughs> boobs. <laughs> okay, wait. I've edited my search to largest bra size. There you go. There we but go. it doesn't have anything. Oh, okay. A one o two z z z cup size. What? I know. And they look like they go to her kneecaps. <gasps> oh, and I have a picture. Oh, God. Wait, you have to see <laughs> Oh, no. I don't have it. I don't. It's on my phone. Hold on. I'm going to have to text it to you and maybe you can stick it in. You can screenshot. Oh, what did you, wait, look, what did you Google? Largest. I, oh, boy. Raw size. I, I Googled Guinness Book of World Records. No, there's no way that's real. Oh God, it is real. Her breasts weigh 85 pounds a piece. Ouch, that'll give that's you a backache. What? That is like, that's two Lees. <laughs> She's on a reality show. Hmm. I mean, why even bother? <laughs> what does your boob hit as you walk? What kind of reality show can she be on? That's like not attractive. Oh, it's um something called Strange Sex. <laughs> no, okay. And I guess it's on TLC, so I'm not really sure. Oh, she actually we're she actually suffers from a condition called uh, gigantomastia, which is a rare condition that is characterized by excessive breast growth that can occur during puberty, pregnancy, or can be brought on by certain medications. Its cause is still undetermined. Normally, women who get breast reductions are F or G cups, sometimes smaller. But there, but though no one would fault her for wanting to reduce triple Z's, Annie says she's never considered a breast reduction. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh! 
Even though the mother of two has had to struggle with her breast size, the thought of getting a breast reduction has never even been entertained. Even though she endures rude stares, gasps, whispers, men following her, and back and shoulder pains, she is adamant about not getting surgery to reduce her breast size. I've never thought about bringing a knife to myself. Why fix something that's not broken? Um, okay. Or my question for this wow. woman, and I don't have my headset on yet. My question is, where did she buy a bra? You, you have to have them made. Uh, you special make them. She doesn't. She doesn't wear one. Yeah, that's it. She doesn't wear one. I mean, she stops short. She could hurt someone. But there are, I know that there are specialty lingerie shops, especially in Europe. I don't know. If I was over there, I'd want to because apparently they actually, like, it's not just over the store. Like, they actually fit you to, like, I don't know. Fit your body better and be more comfortable. I think those seem mm-hmm. fascinating. I have nothing to really add at this point, Bob. Well, it's like it's a hundred. It's like um, I think I'm going to go eat dinner now. So because I want to say I'm not a boob we, guy. We, so Bob is not we, a boob we, man. We finally we, got there. No, I'm not. Are a you boob a brain man? man? Traditionally speaking, if you're not a boob guy, you're another guy. But sure, I'll be a, I'll be a brain guy. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I'll be a brain guy. That, that'll get me out of trouble. Sure. Yeah. Well guy. done, Bob. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. I appreciate it. All right. I'm Bye. actually going to take off. I'm going to get some food. Talk to you all later. Take care, Bob. Bye. Sorry for uh, getting all pissy with you this morning, Ryan. Oh, it's all right, Bob. I'll talk to you in the morning. And I do, I do mean that. <laughs> Damn it. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Right. Turn Fuck. your phone off, Bob. Before you. Oh damn, me. we lost him. Dang. Gonna have some milk. Bob. <laughs> 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 oh dear. He's puking. I noticed those on the ottoman, and I didn't know what they were. Okay, I gotta go look at my husband for the first time today. Right. So. Bye. 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 And with that, we're going to uh, end the live episode here. So thanks for joining us. We'll figure out the day next week that we'll be back, and we'll. Uh, let you know on Facebook and the forum. Go back to the forum if you're listening to this. Post there. I'll do the same. It'll be fun. So have a good night, everybody. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 Bye.